What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to do a quick episode, just a bonus cut for the upcoming Black Panther movie. We're going to just consider this prepping for Black Panther. Yeah. Going into the, to, walking into Wakanda with your, with your fur on, your faux fur, <laughs> um, your kufi, the whole nine. And we're going to talk about the soundtrack a little bit as well. So how excited are you for this movie? Fairly excited. Um, okay. I think I'm I'm a Marvel fan and I'm a Black people fan. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody Black. So, uh, as a result of those two things, this is kind of the juxtaposition of both of my feelings. Are you a Black Panther fan specifically? Um, I I can't say I am in in that I don't like I did I'd never read the comics growing mm-hmm. up. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the story in okay. the way that I would know like a Spider Man or Batman. Okay. What about the the new releases written by Tanahasi Coates. I haven't read them to I be honest. Yeah. So, um, but but them. but it's definitely been a. They've definitely been like a hot button. I also want to say that um, the interview where somebody asked him about white people saying the n word, uh-huh. um, I feel like his response was like, I couldn't have written a better response. It was almost. Oh, yeah. It was so good that I was almost like. Did he plant somebody in the audience to ask him that <laughs> yeah, question? Sometimes I'd be wondering about that. It yeah. was that good, right? Yeah. Like it was just like there's no way like he came up with that response in his head. It was that good. But um, yeah, that that's actually made me want to go and read his books, like just because of that. Okay, uh, yeah. I've yet to actually read his books. Um, yeah. I've read his Atlantic articles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, both too. of them, the case for reparations and mm-hmm. the first white president, America. I didn't uh, see Trump. that one. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that was good. It wasn't the best material that I've read on that subject. Those are the podcast series that I listen to okay. that kind of address that subject even better than Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm-hmm. It was actually produced by a white man. It was, it was okay. really good. But yeah, so do you feel that this movie is going to meet expectations set from mm. critics, set from the fans? What do you think? Yeah, so I, I've been seeing like a lot of tweets and memes and stuff that are just like people practicing saying they love the movie whether they love it or not right and i think to some degree we're going to have an element of that Um, i think there's really two there's going to be two schools of thought hopefully Mm -hmm. um in the black community which is people that are are hardcore marvel and hardcore comic fans that are going to point out accuracies or inaccuracies in terms of the portrayal of what they love from the source material yeah from the source material and then people who just want to come see a good movie um and i would probably fall into the latter portion yeah Yeah. um so from that perspective like i'm just really excited to to check it out i think it's going to be so for me personally i don't necessarily care how any of these movies in the mcu match up with the source material okay because i just don't really give a shit like they're two entirely different (laughs) mediums and the more that i learn about screenwriting what goes into making a film all these different things i look at whatever the source material is as its own separate story right and then i look at okay well how did they translate the source material to the film but Mm -hmm. then how does it carry on its own merit right and so from that perspective i don't necessarily care if it holds true to the Mm. comic i just don't really give a shit have you seen uh the thing i posted it recently or whatever um there's been some i guess quote-unquote white backlash to uh (laughs) to the movie um I, what I, one, one of the things I posted was like Christians against Black Panther. Yes, and it was yes, like, I saw that. It's like a yes. Facebook group talking about how unchristian it is for the to make the movie uh, because the Black Panthers what? were a violent hate group. Yeah, yeah. So it's so funny um, when you hear people <laughs> in the Trump world or people who sound like Trump 
accusing us of revising history uh-huh. be- when they are clearly <laughs> referencing a revised history. Right. Right. Or revisionist Even like, history. Yeah, it's like just, it's just, making America great again. Right. Yeah, and like, and like so... immigrants, like getting rid of immigrants. Right, and, right, you know, right, yeah. Right. But um, but I, I've thought that that was also kind of funny. Um, I've, I've seen a few different things, both the the we need to, you know, go against this. And then the other thing was the, the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing. You heard about that, right? What did they say about tomatoes? There was a spe- essentially a conspiracy where there were people that were intentionally trying to tank the the Rotten Tomatoes score of of Black Panther. In well, advance. the and, audience um, reviews hasn't come out yet, so it, no. But the, the plan was for them to, to oh, do okay. it, and yeah, so since then, I think I I saw something where like Rotten Tomatoes, like the people at Rotten Tomatoes, are trying to find a way to like essentially find people who are just intentionally trolling and mm-hmm. remove their rating from the score so that it doesn't impact the score because it's at 98 uh right now oh it was and they were saying okay. that there was there's only one person who's put a negative uh okay. rate review about but it that's so all far. that's all critics yeah so i'm actually curious about the rotten tomatoes score uh, some of my friends have been sending me clips, which I haven't watched. I haven't needed to watch them. But there's basically all talking about people who've seen the movie and they're just raving about it. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm kind of ignoring a lot of that stuff. I, I'm excited for it. Um, it's not the movie that I'm most anticipating this year. Okay. I think it is going to be good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily sure I trust all of these early reviews. And the reason why is because I'm looking at the last few Disney movies. Mm -hmm. The best Disney movie that I saw that came out in 2017, without a doubt, not even close, was Coco. That movie is amazing. But that movie didn't get a lot of initial buzz. In fact, some of the initial reviews that I saw for it was just said like, oh, you know, it's good. It's average. And then mm-hmm. I hear the word of mouth reviews and people that had, had gone to the theater and seen mm-hmm. it. They're like, look, ignore the reviews that didn't say this movie was amazing. Right. This movie is amazing. You need to go see it. And it was. I watched it. I cried twice. That movie is fantastic. <laughs> it's one of my top five movies in 2017. Well, I, I think it should Disney be nominated movie. for Best Picture. I don't think I've seen a Disney movie in... Maybe it's it's amazing. Over 10 years. That said, though, the other two movies that were greatly, greatly, greatly reviewed mm-hmm. were Thor mm-hmm. and true. Last Jedi. Uh-huh. Thor is not a good movie. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's entertaining. It's fine. It serves its purpose. Uh-huh. But these were people that are telling me, yeah, not only is it the best Thor movie, which it probably was, I mean, yeah. but it's, you know, it's one of the best Marvel movies. And it's just like, not even fucking close. Right. It wasn't that funny. Yeah. Um, it was the, funny. It wasn't that funny. I went into that theater yeah. intoxicated, and I was like, "Ha ha!" Oh, you, oh, you thought you were gonna like? Be I thought I was gonna be bawling. Uh, I'm sitting there predicting all the jokes. Like that's yeah, not good writing yeah, to me. Yeah. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I enjoyed uh-huh. watching it, but I was expecting a really good Marvel movie. And right. there've been some really good Marvel movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that wasn't good. And then you have Last Jedi, and there's things mm-hmm. about Last Jedi that I that I actually really do like, but just. As its own movie, like if you take out all of the other Star Wars movies and you just had this movie by itself, there are so many disastrous moments in the writing where the narrative structure, the pacing, it's just god awful. I was was called a hater for for that. And and, and I think that was part of the problem, sorry, you know, to cut in, but um, I, I haven't seen any of the Star Wars since Return of the Jedi. So like I haven't seen episode anything, right? And so I, I thought well, about. You did need to see the Force Awakens, but okay. I thought about like binging like all I don't know what six of them. You or just whatever, needed right? to watch the Force Awakens, I, but I didn't. Okay. So so I went into the movie theater as as you're saying a, a standalone watcher. Like this movie yeah. was just a movie to me, and yeah. it wasn't a part of all that. And 
I, I was wondering what everyone else was raving about. Like well, I was like, thing. this I'll, is okay. But the okay audiences movie. weren't raving about yeah. it though. The audiences hated it. Um, um, there were some people from the audience who loved it, but I think that they were holding, they were watching it through their rose tinted glasses. Right? I, I don't know. I think at least the the reviews that I saw, and I think it was kind of split between older and younger folks. But yeah, the yeah. younger people were saying it was the best Star it's, Wars, which movie. it clearly fucking is. It there's a lot of problems, yeah. and we don't necessarily need to go on to that. You know, it's a hip hop <laughs> right, podcast. Right, right, right. But my point is this, though, uh-huh. is that there was a huge divide between the critical reception and the general audience reception. Right. And after watching that movie, particularly with what I saw from Thor. Mm-hmm. And now what I'm seeing with Black Panther, I'm mm-hmm. starting to think that Disney is paying off these critics. And it's it's not even like yeah. a huge conspiracy theory. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that. Uh, I'm sure that people have been, you know, criticizing studios for doing this shit for years, but whatever. Like my point is that the hundred percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, I don't necessarily buy that. No, I but, do think it's gonna be a good movie and I am looking forward to it. Do you think that there's a degree of and we saw this with Get Out, right? When mm-hmm. when Get Out came out, it had an hundred percent score and people were saying, it, are they trolling us? Like, is this movie even gonna be good? Like yeah, there was, was a lot of questions, right? Yeah. Could it also be that in moments that deal with race? in a Trump type of society, it's almost a little delicate in terms of you're a critic, right? Yeah. You're most likely a white guy, right? Yeah. You're most likely an old white guy. Yeah. And you're now going to approach this film that's supposed to deal with race in some way that yeah. has people on the other side of the race thing super excited. Yeah. Are you going to be the guy that's like, hey, wait, everybody, <laughs> like th- this really isn't as good as well, you think. You know, you know I, what I mean? I think we kind of saw that with Moonlight a little bit too, mm-hmm. uh, which was interesting because when Moonlight first came out when i saw the trailer for it i was like oh okay i'm definitely going to watch this like this is around the time when i'm starting to realize that i'm a cinephile like i love this kind of stuff and so then i see some of the early reviews or no no i see the movie first Mm -hmm. right i saw the movie like right when it was hitting all like the special theaters like i saw i saw it somewhat early right and so i was like oh my god i love this movie i was just all over it Mm -hmm. and then the white reception came out right or just a generalized you know opinion of it and they Mm -hmm. came out and they loved it i'm like I started to doubt myself. I was like, wait a minute. Like, y'all aren't supposed to understand a movie like this. And I was now I'm thinking like, well, shit, like maybe it's not all that good. And then I went back to go watch it again. I was like, no, this movie's amazing. They just happened to get it right. Maybe they're starting to get it right now. And then we get out, you know, same kind of thing. I saw it after the critical reception came out. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right. But then I went to go see it. And I was like, no, I get it. Yeah. But do you think everybody got it right? Like I've had conversations actually with coworkers about Mm -hmm. Get Out. These and like, some detail white right? okay, white thank coworkers you. thank you and they did they didn't get it like yeah my mom didn't like, get it like they came out of the movie and they were like why do people like this yeah, like yo, that's how my mom there was, was a girl who was talking to me at my job and she's like she's like yeah you know like it was just so violent and then he just killed everybody in the end like like <laughs> like the way she perceived the movie was like he was just this terrible person that killed everybody. Like she completely <laughs> missed the whole point. She's like, why did people like this movie about this oh. black guy that kills his whole family? And I'm just like, did you even watch the movie? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so let me tell you, I was in that theater and I was getting like amped up. Like I was like, I was sitting in my seat, like <laughs> punching the air. I was like, yeah, get him, get him. That's right. Fuck him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take those deer antlers. Yeah, get him. Yeah, fuck him up. Yeah, I was so was, excited. And she was watching it like, oh my God, he's terrorizing this this poor white family. But uh, yeah, so I, I, that's the other thing. I wonder if, if, if folks get it here. This isn't something that uh, there's probably not a, a real it to get right mm-hmm. like it's only racially charged because 
we as black people are super happy to watch this film that's a black hero movie with mm -hmm. an all you know not all but all black cast yeah. um that's set in africa and everybody's super excited about it even though it's not filmed um, in africa where was it filmed Oh, I forget. Various locations. I want to say there was some shots in Atlanta, some shots in Argentina. I thought that they did some shots in Uganda and one other. I don't think that country. any of the actual filming was, though. Like, I think that they probably have some overhead mm. shots mm -hmm. of Uganda, but I don't think any of the sets were actually okay. in Uganda, which is so interesting about that, right? Like, yeah. I remember watching, I think it was Avengers 2, uh -huh. Age of Ultron, which is where we first learn about Wakanda. And I think it was it was Captain America. No, Civil that's War. where we first see Black Panther, but we first learned about Wakanda. Uh, if you remember in Avengers Two, mm -hmm. when Iron Man is fighting the when giant Iron Man is fighting Hulk, that takes place in Wakanda. I, I think. Okay. I think. Anyway, they show it on the map, right? They show <laughs> oh, they man. you know, and they insert the country basically where uh, what is now South Sudan, like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's where they put it. There's but, two locations. This is one of the few things I know about the comic. Is okay. that is that it, at different points in time, they've put the location of right. it in different places. But one of them is basically like South Sudan. Right. Which and But then at the end of the Captain America Civil War movie, we mm. see Wakanda, mm -hmm. right? We see Black Panther with Captain America and they're, you know, technologically advanced yeah, hospital yeah. or whatever. Uh -huh. And like you're in the middle of the jungle. And I'm like, okay, that's not fucking South Sudan. Like... <laughs> At least try to put it on the map, like where we know the jungle yeah. in Africa is, which right. would be Central Africa, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, even I, just, I, just, I mean, I let's, let's not even go down that road, right? <laughs> like, like they called Lagos Lagos the entire time. They showed footage of Lagos, and it was obviously not in Lagos. I mean, uh -huh. we could we could do that too, but <laughs> but anyway. So for folks, you know, we're just kind of giving our pre thoughts. We're eventually we're gonna come back and we're gonna do an episode once we've seen the movie, really talking about how we feel about it as well as the soundtrack but you want to well, talk about what do you what do you kind of want from the movie as a person who has you know an african father a person who is very closely tied to african culture more mm -hmm. more directly than i am from that perspective what are the some of the things that you want to see from this movie i'm gonna kind of remove my african lens i okay. think to to enjoy this movie um one of the things that i particularly annoys me uh when i watch a lot of these things i mean even all the way down to like law and order they have law and order episodes that are either set like where they have people from africa or situations mm -hmm. in africa the accents kill me um uh, and you. and and i mean it's like something that really bothers me like yeah um, what do you think about chad chadwick boseman's well, first, first of all like yeah. i don't know what accent is supposed to be so I'm just yeah kinda, it's yeah. like and it just like kind of evolves a little yeah. bit um so i'm gonna have to try to um intentionally not pay too much attention okay. to the accents um so that i think that's just gonna be a personal thing for no, me that's cool. no I, I think um, that makes sense i get it but i'm hearing that this is supposed to be the best marvel movie okay um and and that that like puts that's pretty high expectations to me so the other thing that i've heard is it i've heard a 50 50 split of people saying it's the best marvel movie and it's better than batman which Batman, Dark Knight? Uh, yeah, and I I've and I've that. seen and I've possible. seen the opposite, right? It's uh, yeah, it's one possible. of the best Marvel movies, but it's not going to be better than. And and I think that that's probably more likely. Uh, yeah, right. I, as someone who has been spending the majority of the past year, like looking through film breakdowns and mm -hmm. understanding just why the Dark Knight as a piece of film, as a piece of narration, in my opinion, is the best comic book movie ever. Like right. to. 
to see any movie from within the MCU mm-hmm. challenge that, I think is like damn near impossible. It would need a level of grit that you're not going to get from the Marvel universe. Yeah, I think in right? order for that to happen, yeah. you can't take anything in that MC in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like yeah. it's just not possible to yeah. do that. In my Especially opinion. not Black Panther. Um, um, but I will say though, yeah, as someone who is not directly tied to Africa, even mm-hmm. though I have a great admiration for most of a lot of what I know about it, one of the things I want to see covered well is how they treat like the idea of the ancestors. Okay. Um, and especially with our T'Challa character, mm-hmm. um, because I, his whole Black Panther persona, you know, it's something that is passed down from generation right, right. to generation. Right. And, you know, you always hear about like, you always hear about it, ancestors in some degree, like in every single culture. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, you know, European cultures cover it nearly as well as as, as African cultures. Yeah. Um, or even as the indigenous American cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like what Coco was about, right? Yeah. It covers the Dia de la Muerta, which uh, is not a Catholic principle at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like that, I think that's one of the reasons why that movie resonated with yeah. me so much is just like the idea of like connecting with your ancestors. I'm mm-hmm. curious. I want to see those kind of themes portrayed yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I always yeah. like that that like those kind of ideas. So. Yeah, I, I think the one thing that I will say is um, what I hope for is um, not necessarily a, a homogeny of Africa. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that bothers me the most um, is you know this idea that like all of Africa is this is one culture and it's no, all it's like not. one country, right? Like um, so you know if we're saying that this is uh, you know an East African place, um, you know that has you know it's I don't know somewhere in there this Sudan area, you know. I don't think um, it's. I think it's more um, supposed to be more central, but yeah. Whatever, I, I mean, whatever. you know, I I don't want to see. I don't want to see a whole bunch of you know Nigerian stuff there, Ghanaian stuff there. I don't want to mm-hmm. see like, let's you know if for example they t- they had Lagos in so, Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's understand that there's a difference in the cultures between sure. wherever Wakanda is and where Nigeria is. So if we see something Nigerian, it should be characteristically different and if there's characters that are supposed to be from different african nations i would hope that they try to find a way to represent that. from my understanding is less about country traditions and more about like ethnic group traditions and from what i understand wakandans is supposed to be kind of based off of the bantu peoples Mm. that spans like a a variety of different countries Mm. um at least mostly like central african republic yeah but i mean but i mean we're talking about how the culture is less to do about like the the european drawn boundary than the people and how they migrated yeah um anyway it's just kind of how i'm looking at it i feel you so um, you want to talk about the soundtrack sure yeah how much have you have you listened to i listened to it once all the way through um and then i've i've listened to a couple of other like the tracks here and there you know let let me ask Um, you something real quick i heard this gripe going around that there were no African artists on this album. Where right. did that rumor start? I don't know. Because it's uh, patently false. But it's not true. It's but, definitely but, not true. But one thing I will say, though, is that there are four African artists, and they're all from South Africa. So what? Yeah. So. Like, so what? I mean, I'm, that, I'm not <laughs> saying that as a gripe. I'm just saying what what it is. Um, okay. So I know that was one of the things that actually Sham came to me about. She was like, how come there's no Africans on here? But there are <laughs> you know? Africans on here. Um, but I mean, honestly, right? They put this black ass movie mm-hmm. um, soundtrack yes. in the hands of the blackest black artists exactly. that we have right now. That's, that's exactly my take on and it. And I'm I I was happy that um mm-hmm. that 
Kendrick got a hold of it. I was happy that we kind of almost get a, a, another Kendrick album out of this. Mm -hmm. um, I almost, though, will say in my first couple listens that a lot of your criticisms of Kendrick, uh -huh. I felt about his his bars here. Uh, like... His lyrics? I, I, yeah, I like to his there lyrics. was a lot of yeah. There's there was a lot of verses that were just cool. Like the words yeah. were cool, but it wasn't like I wasn't getting much I don't, from them. I don't go to Kendrick oh. for lyrics. <laughs> I don't. I go for him for general subject matter and content and uh -huh. just musicality. But I want to say I thought it was really dope how they you know they really reached out. They made this a, a collaborative album that mm -hmm. was still their album. Yeah. So this is like a TDE album, but it's like. We, we get, you know, some of their other collaborators and stuff like that that they put in here. The one thing I want to highlight, um, Yugen Blackrock. Okay. Never heard of her before. Yeah. Um, uh, she's from South Africa. Yeah. Female rapper from South Africa. She fucking murdered that song. Mm -hmm. And Kendrick is on it and Vince Staples is on it. And she makes... That's a dope track. She makes Vince Staples sound so pedestrian. That that track is one of my favorite tracks. That shit is fire. And yeah. she bodied that song. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I always love when I'm able to like, like hear somebody for the first time and they just blow me away. Um, and that was the one that that did that for me um i also like the two chains track <sighs> at least I, I like his version of, i like his section on it yeah um like what do you think about redemption the track with zakari who i want to say is from california somewhere i think so he used um, to do singing and then yeah. uh babzo wadumo yeah she is she's south african south as well. african as well right I it just was okay to me. i kind of like the the flavor of it just in terms of it reminded me of some of what some of the sounds that Black Coffee was using okay. like like okay. seven years ago. Um, not necessarily mm -hmm. with the beat itself. Okay. There's more going on in this beat, but like mm -hmm. in terms of um, some of the chords, some of the instrumentation yeah. that was used, it kind of had that kind of feel of South Africa to it for me. I um, really liked um, that we got Anderson Pac. Oh my God, Absol. that track is dope too. Yeah, that, that's just fire. And I, I, I feel like Absol has been kind of asked to sit the bench almost for TDE mm -hmm. for, for some time. And so I was happy to get a song where we all love Anderson Pac, so you're already drawn to the record, and then you get a, a dope Absol uh, feature. Um, another one I really liked was um, Paramedic. Um, I like it because it... it uh, I, might, I might have skipped over that one. It's a very Bay Area sounding song. Okay. And they introduced that at the beginning of the song. They're like, yeah, some some Bay Area. And you're like, <laughs> you're like... Oh, awesome! You know, then and then they start rapping, and you're like, "Oh, these cats are clearly from the Bay." Like, I like that. And the last thing I'll say is, um, seasons. I like seasons because yeah. um, seasons was good. Mozzie is like, I think he's from Sacramento, but he's like one of the like streetest street rappers from Cali right now. Um, and I like how we got Mozzie, and they didn't take him too far out of his comfort zone with the production, but then the hook. It took it in a different place. Right. So, One of the things I was going to say that I really like about this album is the fact that it's a hip-hop soundtrack to a movie. Like, when's the yeah. last time we've had a movie come out where the soundtrack was coupled with it and we were just so excited about the soundtrack itself? Yeah, right? yeah. Like, movies don't do that anymore. And I also feel like this is um, a, a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of the movie soundtracks, I guess, that we do get are just a compilation where they just threw some songs on something right. and threw it out. This 
you can actually tell that at very least Kendrick, but some of the people around him, they actually let them watch the movie beforehand. Oh, do they? You can tell because yeah. they they rap. They actually mention characters' names and stuff like that in okay. in their bars. Right. So it's like this is like the old school back in the day yes, where like they, exactly. the like director would like be like, here's a cut of the movie, watch it and make I'm mo- saying, music. When's that's the last time that's happened? It. Yeah, like that. Yo, that really there were so many albums like that in the '90s. Yeah, hell and yeah. then all of a sudden it just kind of stopped, and I don't think it just trailed off. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of Belly, which we yeah, talked about, right? But, exactly. like, that was a prime example. You know, you had the movie and then you had the soundtrack. Yeah. And the soundtrack couples in nicely with the themes going yeah. on in the movie. And it's just like, this is that again. Even, you know, another more mainstream soundtrack, mm-hmm. the Space Jam soundtrack, right? Right. Exactly. Um, you know, super yeah. commercial and mainstream. But, I, I mean, they're rapping. High, yeah. He's rapping about low, the monster this and he's you know so the concepts that are in the movie are yes, being exactly. in, the, in the songs as well so yeah. i miss that yeah i really right. miss that i don't know if it's the hip-hop moved in a different direction or the movies moved in a different direction or yeah. we stopped making movies that had pop musicians making the music for them and by mm. pop i just mean you know anyone hip-hop rock yeah country just whatever I, yeah. I just i don't i don't know what happened and that leads us into our next discussion that we're going to have about quincy oh okay you know he's talking about because he obviously composed a lot of stuff and they asked his thoughts about hip-hop and, mm-hmm. and other things and he talks about how you know he feels like they, they've moved away from the music part of music right that's and, true uh, and i think we see that with these but yeah so uh super dope i think let's uh let's just kind of table the rest of the discussion mm-hmm. and then when we see the movie we'll we'll give a more in-depth uh discussion of the of the album so, so when are you gonna go see it that's a good question i definitely you don't have your wanna... ticket yet nope what Oh man, but, uh, dude! Good luck finding one. Yeah, now nah, one of my uh, coworkers actually had uh, had the connect on a, um, on, on one of the pre screenings, uh-huh. um, and I didn't know if I was going to be traveling this week or not. So I said like I was tentative. So I'm definitely going to go back and try to see if I can get that. But if not, I'll see it, um, and then we'll link and we'll we'll knock it out. I had to. I got my ticket like a month ago, and I feel like that was too late. Yeah, I like, may be I may be going to uh, Cali this weekend. This coming okay. weekend though. And um, yeah. I mean, in San Diego, they're not gonna they're not gonna be like Washington D.C. Washington D.C. There's no possible way I could ever get a ticket for the next like four months. I'm I'm just <laughs> fucked. But, I, uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna see it on uh, I'm gonna see it on Friday. Yeah. So. Dope, dope, dope. Well, anyway, right, so I should wrap it up for this one. Yeah. Uh, we're both super excited to check this movie out, and uh, hopefully y'all are too. And we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace. We lawless. Please move with caution. Who said the fair way? Damn right, I need all this. Yeah, Jack, I need all this. I'ma need hot agua. You gon' meet Jamaica, I won't say it in patois. Hope I strike a nerve like a package of matches. You make one of